This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 830 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, it's Good Neighbor Frank Procopio, the Naples agent. Frank, how you doing? Good. How are you today? Good, good. I, I feel like we're doing like a top secret podcast. I, I'm. Uh, are you, do you do undercover work or... Fill, fill us in. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I am just your average neighborhood realtor. Oh man, I love I love the name, man. Um, so there is no average in in these markets over the past few years, though, is there? I mean, uh, the average won't cut it. You're more than average. I, I I've done some research, and uh, you know. Just to stay up on things, and God knows what's going to happen tomorrow between uh, you know hurricanes that hit recently and market swings and the COVID. Hey, no one's going to buy. Oh my God, the whole world wants to move to Florida. <laughs> How do you keep up with it all? Uh, so I've been a real estate agent since I was actually 19 years old. I went to college to be a kindergarten teacher in upstate New York, where I'm originally from, and uh, ended up making more money at real estate on the weekends. I eventually became a broker there, grew the largest independent company in my area in central New York. And, um, you know, COVID was actually one of the reasons when I finally decided to sell the company, relocate to Naples and just get back to basics and, and, and do what I love, which is selling homes. Um, Mm. So dictating the changes in the market, you know, even coming off of, you know, 2008 to 2012, it is hard to predict right now, especially with interest rates and the hurricane. Uh, the real estate market is now dictated more so than ever by politics and the, the world around it. So it's ever changing and you just have to constantly adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it fun, right? I mean, that's uh it wants the same old, same old. Geez, you could go back to upstate New York for that. Absolutely. <laughs> and freeze. Uh, so, so you, yeah, I got into real estate at, at age 19. Did, did the, uh, I, what am I trying to say? But also had interest in teaching. I mean, what, tell us a little bit more about your journey. So, I probably went to school for teaching for the wrong reasons. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and I looked at, teaching is having my summers off. You know, that's what they tell you. Go to school, go to college, get a job kind of thing. So I was like, oh, that will give me, you know, financial stability. And then in the summers, I can start to build a business. Uh, I started with apartment rentals. That's what I was doing in college. And then from there, I moved into working with real estate investors and it just flourished. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Good for you. And are you still involved in the rental side of the business nowadays? No, I had sold our property management company in upstate New York probably five years ago. Uh, Property management is a a thankless and relentless business. You know, being a real estate agent is difficult enough, but being on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, sitting down to have Christmas dinner with your family and someone's toilet is overflowing or they're stopped working just didn't cut it anymore with kids yeah yep yeah i understand yeah so how about when it comes to mis misconceptions in the real estate industry what do you hear that you can speak to 
what I hear the most is that agents don't return phone calls. Um, they're not responsive. They're not, they don't do not communicate. Um, you know, especially now here in Florida, we have more realtors than any other state. And so, you know, I built my reputation and my business on, on communication, like any profession, you know, even someone that does podcasts, there are people that are not good at their job. Right. So yeah. it's, um, you need to find an agent that works with you, communicates accordingly, and that they do this full time. Um, it, real estate really is not something that you can do part time. That is the biggest misconception that you can mm. come in, be a real estate agent, and have a full time job and do it part time. It is a 24 hour, seven day a week lifestyle that you have to commit to. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's good. I mean, yeah. You, yeah, maybe it's part the TV shows, you know, that always make this look so glamorous and easy or or it's just the you, you look at the prices of homes and you say, oh, my God, what's it take to to show a home and make a sale? But as you know, it's way, way, way more than that. And and my goodness, who in the right mind is going to list a multimillion dollar home or even a multi hundred thousand dollar homes with someone who is just kind of doing it on the side i know it happens but i, I that's not not who i would want to list my home with that's not a good thing <laughs> not in this market i mean that's that's what in the last two years my eight-year-old could have sold the house like that's just yeah. i'm very blunt transparent and honest um that's called post and pray you just toss it on the mls and, and anyone could have sold the house but when you're in a downturn or a shifting market you need experience and someone that knows how to navigate the difficulties of a transaction. I mean, even in that market, a transaction can go south quickly, but yeah. now more than ever, it's important to rely on, on experience. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good advice. So how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Right, right now, all my spare time is spent with my children. Um, I still consult for the corporation that purchased me in New York. And between that and it's getting, you know, we're still, it's been a year and a half now. I wouldn't consider myself fully settled. I've been fortunate that my career has taken off when I've gotten here. So I don't want to take my foot on the gas. So spending time with my children in the beach. And obviously right now the beach is uh, out of the question, but those are what I'm able to get in right now. I hope to yeah. uh, enjoy some more that Southwest Florida has to offer here in the future. Yeah, love it, love it. How about when it comes to the hardship life challenge? What comes to mind, Frank, a period of time you were challenged, got through it? Now looking back, you can say I'm better for it, I'm stronger. I would definitely say, you know, relocating in COVID. I had built a very, very comfortable life in upstate New York. I had over 50 agents working for me and we turned and moved here to start over based on our beliefs and the way things were going in in New York so that was um that was definitely a difficult transition mm -hmm. going from being the boss to just mm -hmm. being a regular real estate agent it's it's been a it's been a ride the last 18 months yeah yeah but man, what experience you bring to the table. I mean, your investment experience, you know, running a brokerage and managing 50 agents. And then, of course, your own expertise and what you've picked up in the real estate 
industry. Good for you. So did you have uh, family down here? How, how did you end up uh, in Naples? Actually, so um, my college roommate, I think you've interviewed him before, Noam Brent Pleader from South Street. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, so he, oh. him and I went to college together at LeMoyne, and we had always planned on coming here eventually to retire. And when everything was going on, he's like, hey, why don't you come down for a visit? And that kind of escalated our move. But that was that was our draw to the area. Well, I, I saw uh, because of the uh, hurricane, we got displaced and, and uh, we are now living in Ave Maria. And I, I passed the uh, is Logan. I'm still learning the different places out here. Logan's Landing, is it? That new shopping center? He's and, in Founders uh, Square there. Yeah. And what is it? Founders Square, the corner of Immokalee and Collier. Okay. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, like you, I said, I'm still learning this area. Uh, you know, when you live on an island for seven years, you don't, you don't get out much. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> so I, I see he's got a new place there, correct? Yeah. 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 Good for him. And and do you know what the reference is to South Street? I don't. It's Philly, man. Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 where where I'm from. So that's, that's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why that always stands out for me. And, and he's got to be celebrating because I mean, the Phillies are in the world series. The Eagles are undefeated. Anyway, back to you, Frank, I'm sorry. I, it, okay. you know, it doesn't take much to distract he, me. Squirrel. I was just on the phone with him before the podcast. He said to say hello. Yeah. Please tell him I said, hi, and I got to get over to his new place. So one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and uh, your real estate services, what would that be? I must have missed this one on the pre-question sheet. <laughs> well, we know you return phone calls, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, so I think that, you know, a lot of people will often, from my experience, like where I'm originally from plays, plays a big factor, right? People will call me because they see that I'm from New York or it will deter them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the, I'm part of the reason that people feel they're Naples. When I go to a seller's house and they want to move, I ruin, I'm, you know, fit into that category that I ruined the Naples that they, they knew and loved. Um, <laughs> you know, it would just be you, any agent. Don't judge a book by a cover. You should interview them, make sure they're a good fit personally, professionally, and are able to communicate, just don't look at, you know, I don't fit the standard profile of a real estate agent. I'm 6'2", I'm 300 pounds. I'm not a, I'm not a pretty girl. I'm a big guy with a big presence that's, you know, very aggressive on behalf of his clients. But I, you know, I've, I've been one of the, I was one of the top producing agents in my market for almost the last two decades before relocating here. You know, this year alone, I've made top producer a few times with, not knowing anybody and generating my own leads. So it's just, I, I, uh, there's nobody that will work harder for somebody. I just work ethic is the reason I'm successful. I've been, you know, I've already been going at it since 3 a.m. and I take this very serious. Yeah. 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 Good for you. And, and obviously it's paid off in the past and you have a formula, you know, it's, uh, it's that work word, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's amazing. Uh, work does work or work does. Yeah. 
work does work. That should be a slogan. I'm, I'm going to make a T-shirt. Work does work. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, what American was built on. But but nowadays it's not necessarily the case with most folks. So good for you. It's great to hear. Listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. Frank, what's the best way for them to do so? Give me a call. Two, three, nine, two, zero, six, six, five, seven, seven. Or the Naples FL is my website. Great. Great. And you sure you're not doing the undercover work, right? It's just just no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> no undercover work yet. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Ah, we're going to get my work done. Before the kids <laughs> wake up and the dogs start barking and the world starts gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, Frank, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we, more importantly, wish you the best going forward there. Thank you. You as well. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.